It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Grammy Award winner, Whitney Houston. Uh, Wonder Grace should be online. 
Uh, we, we we have a, a number of hosts. DJ Vex, shout out to you. Um, hopefully you can make it online. But we want to get our host input on what they did for the fourth, what the fourth means to them. You know what I mean? Because to me, it's just another fourth day of another fourth month. Yeah, you know I mean, or not fourth month, but just another fourth day of another month. So I don't know. You have to tell me what it means to you. Um, so me personally, I'm gonna start off with me. I didn't do anything. I chilled. It's another day. You know what I mean? I'm on my computer. I'm handling on-point business. That's what I'm doing. I'm working on an on-point instrumental for the video that we're, we're, we're launching for this little commercial thing we're doing for the radio station. So I'm I'm here doing that. I'm here cleaning out my phone so I can, you know, move all the data, open up my data storage and my space and all that. I don't care about this day. I'm listening to the, my dog over here whining. You're going to hear in a few because niggas is out there shooting their dumb shit. You know, all in the name of for the fuck what? Excuse my language, I, I guess. We're an uncensored show, but, you know, I hear, I see we have sensitive ears that come online. And this is maybe not be the show for you because we don't censor anything. We're not about being vulgar just to be vulgar, but if you're passionate and if you're serious to what you're speaking upon, then I'm overlooking your language because I know you have a vocabulary beyond that language. So by no means, um, feel or believe or think that I, I I have a lack of vocabulary. I've been a school teacher for 15 years for the school district of uh, 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 Philadelphia. So I've been teaching English and all that dumb shit that for the longest. So, no, my vocabulary is very broad. I just choose to passionately speak the way I speak. And then there's some people that can only overstand on that level. You have to speak to them in the manner that they can, you know, hear and and, 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 and receive it. So that's what I do. And if it's those people who don't really like cursing, then block out the cursing and listen to the message. Don't be, you know, uh, absent-minded or, or, or short patient. Just just listen to what's being said instead of how it's being said. You know what I mean? Because the information is in the, the, the um, communication. is not so much in the use of the communication. You know what I mean? So um, I can I can – speak to you like Malcolm X, I could speak to you like Huey Newton, or I could speak to you like Tupac. It doesn't matter. As long as that communication is conveyed and goes across, that's all that matters, as long as you hear the message that's being seen, I mean, spoken. So that's what we're um, speaking about tonight, the 4th of July. You know, what does it mean to you? What did you do today? Did you pick a nigga? I mean, pick a nigga? My fault. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just, this is our post-show. Yesterday on my show, we started it off. We jumped it off pretty much with what it means and why we celebrate it. But today, I want to hear from callers as well on um, why why do you celebrate it? There go my dog whining. She don't like that shit either. Like, I don't understand why we're doing it. Excuse me. I, I really don't. Like, I want a caller to call in and tell me, what, excuse me again, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of the fireworks for us? Because we know our people were still enslaved during this time. So why are we shooting firecrackers? Did their independence mean independence for us? I think not. I I don't know how educated you are on your history and your culture, but when it comes to mine, nah, man, it wasn't for us. And it still ain't for us. It didn't liberate us at all. The British tried, you know, when they was trying to recruit us, but it didn't liberate us at all. DJ Chill, I, I see you on the line, good brother. What's good with you? What's good with you? Talk to me. DJ Chill, are you there? 
If not, I'm moving on. All right, well, when DJ Chill gets on, um, we'll come back to DJ Chill. But I have another song from another artist that I just want to play for y'all because our artists have our artists have a responsibility because they have that mic and that stage. They have a that platform. They have a responsibility to communicate with their people and not on no ignorant nigga basis. I don't care about how much crack you say you sold because if you really sold it, you wouldn't be on, on a radio telling that you sold it because that's an easy indictment, dummy. So I don't care about how much ass you got because you're going to tell us how much ass you got, but are you going to tell us you got HIV and AIDS? See, talk to me. Like, I'm a, I'm a sharp shooter. I'm a straight shooter. I shoot from the hip. There's no game here. Don't get me wrong. I am no saint. Never had been anything that your father, brother, uncle, cousin, son may have done. I've probably done it. So I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint. But, see, that's called experience. And when you gain that experience, it's supposed to give you education and wake you up to do things differently. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to communicate to my people differently. I'm trying to become, not trying, trying is a word for failure. I am a leader for my people in my own right. Some people might see it as that. Some people might say, nigga, you ain't leading me, and that's fine. Continue walking blind. Different strokes for different folks. I'm good with that. But I'm going to play this Michael Jackson track, and I hope y'all staying with me tonight, and I hope y'all hit that star eight because I know there's a lot of people out there. I rolled by all the cookouts. I said this yesterday. We were going to do the show tonight and see how many people go outside and look and see who, who cooking out. I mean, I've seen so many Negroes with red, white, and, and blue shirts on and red, white, and blue towels around their head and red, white, and blue flag uh, 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 uh Towels hanging out their back pocket, and I'm just like, damn. And shout out to uh, a brother on Facebook, um, James Poindexter, who said, you know, responded to one of my posts and said, you know, our people are so long, so far gone. It's pretty much a wrap. And I feel him, and I agree, but I can't leave it that way. I can't leave it that way. Now, I have right now, we have On Point Radio. That is a platform for information. That is the first step that we're taking into getting the communication out there to the people so that we can stop walking around blindfolded. Not only do we have that, the On Point Radio, but we have On Point 360, our youth mentoring program, where we go into the schools and the community, in the hood. As a teacher, I only taught in the hood. And as a mentor, I'm only going in the hood. What the hell I'm going up in the suburbs to mentor for? Yeah, there's black kids up there. It is, but I don't care to mentor the other people. I don't, they don't need me. I'm not a representative of them. I need to go where I am a product of. I need to show them children that where I come from, where they are, I come from, and you can do it too. I ain't no Steph Curry, uh, what is it? 350 million or something, 500 million. I don't know what the hell it stupid numbers that he got for five years of playing basketball. No, I'm not there, but I have a wealth of knowledge that I can share with you that could change your mind thought process around. 
See, we got another caller on the line. Caller, you on the line, On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Ms. Controversy. Who are we speaking with? Public enemy number one. That's right. My man, 50 grand. I know I'm here. I know you'll be coming through. I already Mm -hmm. hollered out. You'll be here. No, I heard you. I was listening. That's that's what's up, man. Listen, we're going to go into it tonight. You know what I mean? And um, shout-out to my man. I hope he's listening right now, Jason Wu. You know, uh, former member of Wu-Tang, former member of G-Unit, um, my little brother. You know what I'm saying? I used to DJ for his older brother back in my early hip-hop days, and I remember him being a young boy and, and was right behind us, man. So shout-out to Jason Wu, who I communicated with today. We spoke. We talked. I told him to listen to the show. It's official. I will be interviewing Jason Wu next Monday on my show. So I hope y'all people tune in. He is one of the premier artists out of Philly that's been doing it since we've been doing it. He's done come up and done his thing, done work with Wu, done work with G-Unit. PD Crack, Freeway was all part of X-Files. I've said this on my show many a time. When X-Files first started, before you knew who PD Crack was, before you knew who, who Freeway was, we already knew these young boys. We were already and a circle with these young boys. So shout-out to Jason Wu. I look forward to interviewing you next week on the show, man, my little brother. I hope you all tune in for that, too. Hip-hop artist extraordinary doing this thing with the youth, too. So we're going to discuss all that. But before we get back into this 4th of July thing, Mr. I can't believe he said that. Can I play a track for the people, man? Man, go right ahead, bro. Put I got to play this track, man. I got to play this track because this is a part one and a part two. And I'm going to play the one that people may have known about and then the one people didn't know about. But I'm going to play this one first. Now, I hope you all listening to the words because my man, Michael Jackson, went into the prison to do this song. So while y'all celebrating y'all 4th of July, y'all 4th of July, I'm going to let Michael Jackson tell y'all, I don't give a fuck about us. Y'all shooting fireworks with all the nonsense y'all seen in this country. Stop playing with me. You kidding me?
Yeah. So you keep walking around with your flag raised. You know, you keep saluting to this flag. You keep saying your Pledge of Allegiance. By the way, people, stop allowing your children to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Stop it. See, I was raised by my mother. She said, I remember, what did I say? I said some Italian words. Not Mama Mia, but it was some Italian word that I said. And she said, say that again? And I said it again, and she popped me in my mouth. I'm like, damn, what I do? She's like, you know what you're saying? I said, no. She was like, then why are you saying it? So the same rules apply. If your child don't know what the Star Spangled Banner means, why are you allowing them to repeat it? That is called brainwash, people. That's your first form of conditioning of our children. That's the first form of brainwash for our children. Standing up saying that Pledge of Allegiance. And then they go take them to music class to learn the Star Spangled Banner. The conditioning starts as soon as you open up your front door and let them go to that public school. See, Malcolm said it best. Only a fool would allow the enemy to educate his children. The same way they took us from stolen land and fought us to stolen land and stripped us of our language and stripped us of our religion and stripped us of our culture, and taught us their language and made us learn their religion and made us live their culture. That's the same thing they're doing with the school. They take our, our children, put them in the schools, teach them that Pledge of Allegiance, teach them that Star Spangled Banner, and they got from there. That's where their Americanization begins, people. That red, white, and blue flag don't have nothing to do with you. Now, let's look at that red, white, and blue flag. The colors are red, white, and blue. What two colors run your political country, your political government? Red for Republican, blue for Democrat. The same two colors that run the, the, the blood and the crick. And what color is in between those colors? White. Y'all better wake the hell up. This ain't no damn game. This is real out here. My flag is red, black, and green. Don't mix the order up. Red for the blood, black for my people, green for the land, because we own this land and we own the motherland. It's ours. We built this land on stolen on We built this stolen land. Stolen hands built this stolen land. Blood, sweat, and tears. We did this. And I still don't want to wave y'all flag, because y'all had y'all foot on our neck the whole damn time. Y'all had whips to our back the whole damn time. I'm not playing this game with y'all. Mister, I can't believe he said that. What you going for, bro? Chilled in the crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't get involved in that nonsense. But see, that's, that's just true. like the song you just the song you just played, right? It's all right for him to say, "Don't black or white me," but as soon as he mentioned. Jew, that's where the noise came in on the song. As soon as uh-huh. he said, kite me, they blacked that out, too. So mm-hmm. they told him, you, you, can't, you can't put that out there. You know what I mean? You, you know, you're not allowed to say those things. But I thought it was freedom of speech. 
Right. Everybody has that freedom of speech except for us. You ever notice that? A Jew can say what they want to say. A KKK can say what they want to say. But the moment we say what we want to say, we racist. How about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's their their whole thing. Then they don't understand black people. We don't have the power to be racist. You know what I mean? We, we we, we, We can't be racist. Not for everything that was done to us. You know, instead of instead of calling somebody a racist, why don't you say that we're trying to retaliate? Or just say hate. You know what I mean? You know, y'all y'all they out here we we the ones dying. Left and right. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Without now, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm gonna play both. I'm gonna tell you both sides of it. We doing, a, we killing a lot of our own, but they ain't helping the situation none either. Cause look, they killing us at a high rate and walking around laughing about it. Police officers, law enforcement, they killing blacks, and even when they put them on leave, they still get a paycheck. How about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I agree. I'm listening. I'm listening to the fools setting off fireworks. Mm-hmm. You know, I stepped out for a minute. I see people talking about Happy Fourth. I said, "What's happy about it?" Absolutely. It's Independence Day. Independence Day for who? <laughs> right. Right. Because. Because in 1776, niggas were still picking cotton, according to the slave masters. You know what I mean? And then people have this misconception that there were no slaves up north. Yes, it was. Right. Yes, it was. You know what I'm saying? You know, why do you, what, what do you, what do you think, listen, why do you think the shipyard is the shipyard in South Philly? What do you think they was bringing in there? <laughs> the, the same thing, they bringing their guns on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you think, you think that that's a coincidence? Mm-hmm. They got the shipyard there. You got the shipyard in Chester. You got the shipyard in Delaware. What you think the school kill was used for? Mm-hmm. The Delaware River. It was bringing in more slaves in a little bit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And and the funny thing is, you know, they, they don't even understand you fighting for a country, right? Think about this. They didn't want to pay a 3% tax to England, right? That's what right. this independence was. They didn't right. want to pay a 3% tax to, Eng- to England, but they could charge you 35% now. And they could charge it. The first, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, Mr. Hold up. Yeah, because you would have laughed, too. Exactly. It don't, it don't even start there. They didn't want to pay the tax to England, but they want to tax my paycheck before I even see it. You want to put a soda tax on top of a tax when I want to when I'm thirsty. You want to tax the school. You want to put all these taxes you ran to keep from paying taxes from your 
native land and ran and took somebody else's land only to impose. See, that's no different than a, 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 a child that's being abused, growing up and abusing their child. You did nothing different. All you no, did was took it a step from the further. land where you didn't want to pay to take it over here and charge people that. Matter of fact, just think about it. They properly imposed these taxes because slavery was abolished. How about that? Oh, yeah, they're going to get you one way or that? another. And mm-hmm. you notice, if you notice, though, the comment, black folks is lazy, we don't want to work, we don't want to do this. But it was fine when they had us working for free. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, it's crazy. It's, it's, see, people, you gotta, you got to understand what they, what they perpetuate in the agenda that they have for us out here. Their, the agenda is real. Right. And they are really and they are really trying to put their foots well, they're not trying. They succeeding to put their foots on our necks. And all we trying to do is enlighten you, empower trying to empower you so we can empower ourselves. Right? Right. Stop running stop running, you know, if if you look in in a in a black community it's a everybody else got a store except us. How about that? How about and you know right. what? Because you said that. How about how about one of the reasons why we don't have a store in our own community is because we fear for our own people going rob us and kill us because they don't want to you know that crab in the barrel fact. They don't want to see us get ahead. Right, or they're gonna run up a, a, a tab. They're gonna run up a tab and not pay it. You know what I mean, they for for they don't expect the hookup. Oh, he, that's a given right there. That's all they coming in there for is a hookup. If you charging one twenty five for a Pepsi, I got a dollar. Yeah. Right now, you with Mister On Point. You have on-point apparel. Your stuff is affordable. They don't go in there and they don't tell. They don't. They don't go into Macy's or Nordstrom's or Neiman Marcus and say, "Oh, y'all got them Prada sneaks for three ninety-five. I got three fifty. Before, before yeah. you, before you go any further, Mister Campbell, you said that. I want to shout out a few people. I want to shout out um, uh, uh, East Virginia, who's on the line, and I want to shout out. East North Carolina that's in the chat online right now. Um, and I'm hoping she hit star eight because this sister, if this is who I'm speaking of or, or think it is, um, I've seen a post that this sister put up. And and I, I, I immediately said, yo, I need you to uh, call into this show tonight and explain, you know, why you put that post up. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm hoping this is her on the line, and I'm hoping and praying that she presses star eight so I can ask her, and she can tell us all, you know, her. Here her it is. And I'm going to read her post real quick before we, before, you know, I let you continue because I, I really want to um, uh, uh, hear from her. But she put up the post of, um, let me find it. Okay, is it, a post with slaves in the chain. It actually, is a couple images that I, couple images that I used in my video. Yes, she pressed it. I'm going to get you in a minute, love. I got you. But she used a couple images that I used in my video um, that I put up, our music video that I put up. And um, she, she said her, her, her post said July 4th did not mark our independence. You know what I mean? So 
I'm ready to bring her on the line because I know you here with me all night. I don't know how long sister's going to be with us, so I want to get her on so she can express her views, express herself. Go ahead, handle it. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. Uh, I keep doing it. Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy, and you are on the line with the On Point host, DJ Chill, and Mr. I can't believe he said that as well. Who are we speaking with? Hello, brothers. This is Shane, and, yes, I'm the post that you speak of on um, IG. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, first off, I'm glad you called in. I appreciate that. And hopefully this is what we're doing on point. We we spread information and education to our people. So hopefully you'll be a continued listener. Now, let's, let's oh, speak about your post. What was that about? Well, so I'm down here in North Carolina. I live in the capital city of Raleigh. And basically um, I teach my children that the 4th of July is just a commercial holiday. It is It is not pertaining to us. To me, it is not speaking of when we gained our independence and our meaning um, black folks. It is not, it does not mark our independence. On the day that they want to try to convince us to celebrate, we were in shackles. So that's what my post was about. We were slaves. They were using us for free labor. And when I say free, I mean free as well as abusing us and raping us and 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 just all types of atrocities towards our people, and it's it's nothing to be celebrated. I just didn't see the celebratory effect behind the 4th of July. In fact, the 4th of July, as I heard a gentleman say, I was listening in for a little bit before I chimed in, he spoke why they left their original country is because they didn't want to pay taxes. So as a result, they come over here and they – rape and they kill the Native Americans. I mean, it just it it just didn't make any sense for me to wanna light a firecracker or a sparkler or throw food on my grill and invite friends over to celebrate what? It's not a celebratory uh, event for my folks. Mm, nice, nice. And you know, I I've been putting up posts with, you know, uh Fourth of July and stuff like that, you know, and, and I know that it's going to be some people out there, our people, who's going to look at it and say, oh, here they go, or here they go, and they right. start and they stuff. And, you know, why do you think that our people choose to stay mm. ignorant? <laughs> it, you know what? I think, it's, I think it's a myriad of reasons, okay? But for the most part, I think it's out of sheer ignorance. We were taught. I mean, this is what we're taught. Sometimes I feel bad for them. I don't judge them. But I feel bad for our people because we were taught to celebrate this holiday. I mean, since I was little. Okay, I'm going to tell you my instance. When I was little, you know, my mom didn't really, I mean, she taught me a lot about black history, okay? But I I really wasn't taught not to celebrate this holiday. I remember going to cookouts. I remember going to barbecues. I remember wanting sparklers. I remember, you know, just all I cared about was getting a grilled hot dog, some grilled chicken, some grilled shrimp, some ribs, you know what I mean? That's what we were taught to do. And I think it's left up to us in the wake of what we're seeing today our black brothers, black sisters, mothers, fathers, uncles, sisters, aunts, children, babies being shot down 
in cold blood and the police walking away, their sole reasoning is because I felt threatened that they get to mow us down like that in the street. To me, I think that because I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of that when I was little, it kind of, it kind of helped me celebrate this pagan holiday. Right now, I can't do that in good conscience. I can't. I can't, and nor should anybody else in our circumstance. I mean, how many of our people have we watched the police kill in cold blood? Even the ones that they want to justify as thugs and, you know, the ones who, oh, well, only if he didn't fight back, only if he remained respectful, only if he did what he was told, only if she didn't have a smart mouth, she should have obeyed, she should have complied. But even when they do all of the above, they're still shot dead. Castile, prime example, he was a model citizen. He was a model citizen. And even if he wasn't, I mean, he should still be here to tell the story, right? Right. I agree. Right. right. I agree. So, so, uh, so to answer your question is some people want to remain ignorant because they want to they wanna make nice, nice with their white counterparts. I'm just going to keep it funky. Good you know, they want to remain. They want to remain. It's like they want to remain um, okay. White people approved on Facebook. They want to remain white people approved on IG. They want to remain white people approved at work. They want to remain white people approved across the board. But sometimes it's time to just put it out there and say what it is. And some black folks are ignorant because they just don't know any better. And they weren't taught any better. So we don't teach our children. Our children are going to grow up singular, you know, thinking that um, the 4th of July is about sparklers and fireworks and barbecue, and it's not. And that's, that's exactly what our children, I don't know if you heard me say earlier, excuse me, but I was urging our people to stop their children from staying a pledge of allegiance in school. Mm-hmm. And I said because when I was raised, my mother taught me, if you don't know what you're saying, it, saying then you shouldn't be saying it. You shouldn't you know? be saying it, right. Absolutely. So, you know, for them to sit there and say, first of all, you have to memorize it. Now, we know what happens when you memorize something. It's embedded mm-hmm. into your mind. It's embedded in your brain, right. It's the psyche right. now. Now it's becoming a part of you. You see what I'm saying? So when you grow up and you've been saying that Star Spangled Banner all through 12th grade and putting your hand on your heart, and then you go to Don't the military. Don't get me started. Don't get me nickel. started. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Get started. <laughs> Just to get started. That's what we Don't want on All Point Radio. We want you to get started. Get started, so I'm please. I'm from, listen, I'm from Philadelphia, right? I live in Raleigh, North Carolina now, but I'm Philadelphia sister, okay? I was born and raised okay. in Philadelphia, went to public schools in North Philadelphia. I wasn't raised in a privileged neighborhood. In fact, I was raised in public housing right near uh right near Tim's and Gerard. Okay. I was raised in Cambridge, it was across the street from Richard Island, if you're familiar. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Richard Island and Cambridge. Shout oh man, out. I know Shout that out. neighborhood well. Shout mm-hmm. out. So I grew up I grew up within walking distance of Tim's and Gerard. I could walk downtown to the gallery. You know I'm taking it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I remember growing up in school where we sang two songs. Okay, do y'all remember? I don't know. I might be a little bit older than y'all, but 
I remember we sang two songs. It wasn't just the Star Spangled Banner. We sang the Black National Anthem as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Let every voice and sing was sang mm-hmm. before every assembly, just like the Star Spangled Banner. So we had, and I can't remember which one come first. It was, I think it was like the Star Spangled Banner. It was like the Pledge of Allegiance, Star Spangled Banner, and then lift every voice and sing. We, we opened with two anthems, the Star Spangled Banner. But right now, in 2017, my daughter did not even know what lift every voice and sing was. Wow. I had to pull it up on YouTube to show her, uh, to have her take a listen. I said, listen, listen, I sang this before every order, every assembly in school. They taught this. I knew the words better than I knew the Star Spangled Banner. And they don't teach that no more. They don't even sing, lift every voice and sing in the so-called, and I put up air quotes, so-called black schools or any schools, because I went to, I guess, what you would consider black schools because of where I lived. You know what I mean? It wasn't no Did white you go to Wanamaker my... No, no, no. My mom okay. wouldn't let me go to Wanamaker Park. Oh, okay. To... <laughs> no, no. See, I had a really academically inclined mom, so I went to all these little nerdy academic schools. So I went to, um, at first I went to Harrison, then my mom took me out of Harrison on Levinson Thompson. I don't know if y'all know where that is. And she put me in Dunbar across from Wanamaker. So you know that orange uh, right. color brick building? Right. Yeah. I went to that yeah. elementary. And then high, um, and then junior high or middle or whatever y'all call it, I went to Amy, too. It was like an alternative, like um, um, academic school. I went to Amy, too. And wait, then wait, I went wait, to wait, 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 wait. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I'm sorry. Amy was open then? Yeah, Amy was open. I didn't I mean, know Amy was open then. Wow. Right. So I've been over for 40, a long though. time. Right. I'm 43, y'all. I'm 43. So um, I was in uh, um, I'm sorry. I was in middle school, 86. 87 and 88, because you know how middle school used to just be like the two years, right? I'm sure my right, age. Right. So. <laughs> right, right, so middle right. school used to be only two years, so you graduated K to six. So then I went to Amy, too, uh, from 87 and 88. And then at the beginning of 88, I started high school, and I went to Bodine High School for International Affairs down on 4th of July. Wow. So that was an academic school. So, yeah, so but Wanamaker was right across the street from me, and they used to let us out 15 minutes early because the kids from Wanamaker <laughs> used to be <laughs> Y'all used to not beat us up. Shout out to the winemakers. Shout out to the winemakers. Yeah, the winemaker kids was rough, y'all. Y'all was rough. I ain't played with y'all. I used to run home with the <laughs> don't, don't front, though. Don't front, though. You knew it was one young boy you had a crush on that went to winemakers. <laughs> right, you didn't probably, know you did. But, you know you right. did. <laughs> right, but no. I didn't tell whether he liked me back or <laughs> well, he was going to try to fight me and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well, Stop, just so no, you know, you are actually on the line. I'm myself. From, I'm from North Philly. Yeah, I mean, I'm from okay. Southern Huntington. I went to Edison. I, I went to Wanamaker okay. for about a, a half a year to a year. I, I didn't stay there because I moved out the city. And um, uh, uh, I did go back and do summer schools, like teach summer school. I went to summer school for Wanamaker, and then I went back and taught summer programs at Wanamaker. So I am very familiar with 
uh, Gerard. Mm-hmm. I am very familiar with Richard Allen. Shout out to Ram Squad, those who are still around. Um, I, I'm very familiar with Tenth and Thompson, Eleven Thompson, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, you you are actually on the line with family. Mister, I can't believe he said that is actually from North Philly as well. And DJ Chill, okay. though he's from up Cheltenham, he spends a lot of time in North Philly. He's in North Philly right now as we speak around Hunter Park area. So you nice. are home with family right now. I really hope you yes. listen. You know what I mean? Because this is what we do you know, on, on Point Radio. We bring that information and that knowledge. And like you just did, we we go back and reminisce about things and how it used to right. be and how it is now. Right, right. I miss those days. There's two things you days. did. Two things you just did. One, you sparked me because I, I, I was getting ready to play America the Beautiful by Ray Charles, you know, sing, Ray Charles singing it. But before I even get into that, I'm going to actually play Lift Every Voice and Sing because you brought that up, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you did. And also my daughter, who's following my footsteps in the, in the entertainment and music world, I am going mm-hmm. to make sure she sings that on her album so that can Absolutely. then resonate to our youth again. You know, they can Why? wake up and, and know what that is about. So I'm glad you did Why? that. I'm glad you called in. I'm glad you, you spoke on that. Please. Do not hang up. Stay on because we're going to make you a part of this this whole conversation and dialogue on our platform. Because I asked All you right. to call in and you called in, you are our platform guest for the night. Um, Mr. I can't believe you said that. You hear this, man? Beautiful Yo. things going on 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 Point Radio, brother. Listen, I right where she was. I used to play ball at Cunningham. I was one of the only yes. few dudes that could. Look, look, see, look at it. <laughs> yes. I grew up. See, I grew up up 32nd and Narsh. So for me to be able – now, just think about that, though. You know how it was in North Philly. I'm from all the way on the other side. Right. And I could could come down 7th and Wallace by myself with my bag and sit it on the side with my keys and money in there and ain't nobody touching. And play ball, talk trash, and would leave and ain't nobody bothering me. And then I went to, you know, I went to Strawberry Mansion, uh, L.P. Hill School, Strawberry Mansion, then went to Ben Franklin. Mm. Okay. Okay. So and I, I could walk I to was, Ben Franklin from where I live. Oh, I, please, man, listen, I know all about Yorktown and all that. I, yes. I was, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you remember you was there? It was black. Mm-hmm. It was all black people who owned their houses, and Yorktown was a yep. goal for the yep. black folks to live because everybody wanted to live in your town. Yes, you took me way. It was, and you took me way back with Cunningham because I went to camp because my mom sent me to camp down Cunningham right off of, uh, what, Simpson Wallace, right? Yeah, right off of Wallace. Right, so I went to camp down there every summer until, you know, it just I guess I was just too old to go to camp. But, yeah, I remember Man, that's my spot. I mean, that's my neighborhood. Yeah, look, 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 look. She like, she like. Oh man, I'm on the phone with family. All righty, that's <laughs> right. That's it. That's on point. Yeah. Ready though. She on point, bro. She on point. Listen, um, real quick before I get into this, lift every voice and sing, people out there on Radio Land. If you want to be part of this on point movement, know that on point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. Know that an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. We want you to wake up and say you're on point. So 
so you can go through your day being on point. You can return home and lay your head to rest or to sleep. Let's not say to rest, but to sleep on point, knowing you went through the day, doing your job, doing what you had to do, and you were on point. All you got to do is reach out to us on Facebook, On Point Enterprises. Again, Facebook is On Point Enterprises, On Point, one word, O-N-T-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. You can look us up on Instagram, team underscore on point 215. Again, team underscore on point 215. That's on Instagram. If you're on Twitter, at team on point. Again, Twitter is at team on point. You can email us any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Email us, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, onpoint215 at gmail.com. You can call us directly at onpoint267-417-ONPT. Again, that's 267 uh, Or you can go to our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. Now, people, I am about to get into Lift Every Voice and Sing because shout-out to the sister Shane who from, from, from Philly by way of Raleigh, North Carolina, who has just reminded me, because I just was ready to go all in on this sister Harrison <laughs> Bullcrack, but she just reminded me, no, play that song that's for us during this time, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. So over the airwaves, y'all, apologize to y'all. It may sound a little, you know, uh, unchristian clear because we're over the waves. However, when you go online and listen to our show, it's crystal clear. You hear everything clearly. So I apologize for the sound of our music now, but just tune in. It ain't about the sound, man. It's about the message behind it. Just listen. Thank <laughs> you. 
celebrating the Fourth of July, <laughs> and your people was being chanted right. by wits. Right, and you want to know something? We still are. We still, we are, still are. We still are. We still are. Every time a police officer arrests us unjustly, every time they speak to us in a rude manner, every time they disrespect one of our black queens or black kings, it 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 is it, it, it's a whip across your back. So it's it's the same thing. And every time they put you in the court, like they did me yesterday, and and, and, and said I was. You didn't got him started. And not that started. I was guilty, they put that whip right across my back. Right. Guess what? I'm going to take that whip out their hand when I appeal that case. You ain't going to do that. See, they don't, they don't expect you, know you to fight back. And when you do Absolutely. fight back, Absolutely. they look at you as disrespectful. I did two things. Because the judge, this is how ghetto this place was. The people in the front desk left for the day. Now, it's 5 o'clock. I'm two hours away from Philly. It's 5 o'clock. I'm just leaving the court. It's three other people sitting out there. So that court's still going on after 5 o'clock. The judge had to go make copies of my paperwork. The judge had to stand there and let me sign paperwork. And then I did something because she's going to give me the paper and say, here, you have 30 days to pay. Because when they sent me my, my court date and stuff like that, you know, it said bring this money with you, whatever, whatever. So when I went, she said, okay, we're going to give you 30 days to pay this. I said, no, I got a money order right here. So I did two things. You could say I'm guilty if I choose to pay right now, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pay right now to show you that I came prepared, and then I'm going to appeal, and I'm going to ask you for my money back. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing dumb about right. it. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it, it says, it, then it says, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Wow. Meaning there was once no hope. Then it says, yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the place for which our parents died. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ancestors. Wow. That's that blood, sweat, and tears that our ancestors yep. built this country's stolen land on. Yep. And it says, we have come over a way with over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughter. Wow. Mm. Ancestors. Those words are powerful. Very powerful. Our tears have been watered down as we walk through these streets where our ancestors was killed. Mm -hmm. That's the 4th of July. That's y'all celebrating the damn 4th of July. That's what they're celebrating right now as we speak. As I open my door and close it back, they're out there just in all celebratory, highest celebratory mode. And the song was so powerful, y'all. Dig this. The song was so powerful. They stopped you from singing it. I mean, mm-hmm. ask one of your children. Like, I have a 17-year-old. I'm telling you, I went to one of her songs. They don't sing that song. But the song was so powerful. And dig this. They don't want you to sing your national anthem. But then they get mad when you don't want to put your right it. hand over your heart and stand for their national anthem. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kaepernick can't get he can't get a job. He can't get called by a team right now because they felt so disrespected because he did this man took a Black knee. Blackball. He took a knee. He took a knee, so he he risked his career, and I mean, and rightfully so, he did. He did a wonderful thing, I think. 
And I'm a football fan. Don't get me wrong. Eagles all day. But wow. Uh-oh. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. You stay over there with that cowboy stuff. We ain't trying to hear that. You lost me. You Uh-oh. stay over Uh-oh. there. Oh, is it you a blue star on the line? This Eagle Nation, Dad. We don't. Is we it a blue star on the line? We 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 love everything about him but the star. We don't we don't pay that part. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Well, we going we to say he still something on his shirt. He still something on his shirt. It's a star on his shirt. He still something on it. It's a thing. That's how they go. Okay. So 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 here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. How, I'm going to ask you this because we've discussed this before online, but I'm going to ask you, how does it feel when a person like Kaepernick, who is half black and half white, stand up for blacks' <laughs> rights before LeBron James or Dwayne Wade or Michael Jordan? How does that make you feel? What do you think about that? I just... It's disheartening. It's disheartening, to say the least. Um, I don't look at his biracial ethnicity as, you know, I just think as a black man, period, and we all know if you got one drop of black blood, you're a black man, right? So no matter if he half or, you know, or both his parents were black or just one of them was black, I just feel like everybody should be standing up, yelling at the top of their lungs, especially our brothers with a platform, y'all. Dwayne Wade, everybody who you name, have a platform, Michael Jordan. They all about their money. It goes back to what I said earlier in the show. I said they want to be white people approved. You know, these people don't want to offend anybody who's buying their product, who's buying their line. They got contracts with Nike and Reebok and you name it. I mean, how many Billions probably has Jordan made off the hard-earned dollars of the black man running, standing in line buying Jordan. Not me, but, you know, a lot of us, you know, going to buy his product and anything with his name on it, anything with the Jordan logo on it, the Jumpman on it. You know, it. <clears throat> we do it, so I feel like if they have a platform, a way bigger platform than what I have, I mean, they should be shouting at the top of their lungs like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Don't do our people like this, but, I mean, they... They don't want to lose them contracts. They don't want to lose them endorsements. Right. They walk that fine line of uh, keeping it cordial, if you will, like not crossing any lines. They looking at dollars and cents instead of what's right and wrong. I mean, and look at our own black people. Okay, so let's not even talk about the people with the platform. I mean, look at our own black people. How many people were about the boycott football? Because... Um, the NFL gave um Colin Kaepernick they backs, and right. I don't know too many of I don't know too many black people that's boycotting football. I mean, my husband being one of them, <laughs> he he like yeah okay, but no, <laughs> I love football. You know, he do football from the time he doesn't ever remember not knowing football, and not a lot of people are willing to boycott. And the NFL made it clear why well, they're not what? picking him up. I coach Little League football. Um, I played in high school. I had gotten a letter from the Phoenix Cardinals, the NFL team. They were in Phoenix at the time to go to Delaware State, and they wanted to look at me at Delaware State. Their defensive coordinator sent me a personal letter. I didn't go because I had a newborn son at the time. You know, I was 18. I had a son at the time, and my father wasn't there for me, and I was raised in a single home. 
I vowed not to do that to my children when I became a father, so I was honoring that because I didn't care about football. Um, it was just something I loved to play, you know, from the streets to the field, you know, but I never thought about really making a career out of it. You see what I'm saying? So I coach little league football now, which is one of the ways that I mentor the youth as well because I teach them more right. than just football. I teach them how to be, how to grow up to be a man, you know what I mean? And one of the things I think I want to do this year is make them through our print our print uh uh shop, I wanna make them Kaepernick shirts. So right. they'll know how to stand. Because I mentioned right. that was a post I did not too long ago. We had a show. I had a show um that said should or I think it was a round table. Said athletes, the responsible athletes, um, celebrity actors, all of that. Should, do they have a responsibility and duty to give back to their communities? Because a lot of them leave from their hoods and never look back. You know what I'm saying? And right. I mean, you don't have to come back because we know the we know the chances of the violence and the jealousy and the crab and the bell effect that it causes mm-hmm. you. You don't necessarily have to come back and stay, but you can put a community center in your in your community and visit it from time to time. You can build the school that you went to and make it look like one of these suburban uh, college mm-hmm. campuses, which is really middle schools or elementary schools. It's stuff mm-hmm. you can do to support your community and your, your neighborhood that you grew up from. See, one thing about me is, though I don't, I no longer live in North Philly, I always credit North Philly for teaching me everything I know, both good and bad. See, in life, you need to be street <laughs> smart and book smart. And Absolutely. so I was miseducated through the public school system now. I know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the streets in North Philly taught me a street life. See, we had codes mm-hmm. back then. You didn't mess with children. You didn't mess with parents. Why? We had a code. Why? You didn't mess with siblings that wasn't into the same thing. It was codes to what we did back then. There's no codes mm-hmm. today. There's no guidelines today. There's no one that makes it out successfully that come back and say, yo, stop this. It's nonsense. They wait till something happens to one of their family members to come back and do it. Terrain Wade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's not cool. So meanwhile, we celebrate in 4th of July and all these other capitalist holidays that's only making the economy boom because that's what it's all about. It's just about the economy. Every bit of it. Every There's no reason why you got to wait to the 4th of July to have a cookout and gather as a family. You can do that any oh, weekend right. you choose. Call everybody oh, up and say, I'm cooking out, come through. But we use these holidays as what I call mega moments to get them. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool, man. Mr. I can't believe he said that. You still with me, brother? Is DJ Chill around yet? Man, you Is know DJ I'm Chill here. Around? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where is DJ Chill? Because I know he was the first one on this line. So where did he go? I know he's chilling with his children and stuff like that, but I know he's somewhere in the building. He's going to come in all late and try and figure out what he <laughs> said and all that, and we're going to ignore him when he comes through. You know what I mean? But, um, now, you know how you said when you was talking about songs and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Right, and how they do that? You know, I got a problem, and, and I know this right here is gonna make some people upset, but that's what I do. 
I'm Mr. I can't believe he said that. So, you know, I got a problem with him. I got a problem with Amazing Grace. Oh, yes. You better. You better say it. Absolutely. Right? Because <laughs> if, you, if, if you don't know, mm-hmm. you will after I tell you. Right? Mm-hmm. John Newton wrote that song. Yep. He was infamous. Mm-hmm. Infamous. Right? For torturing slaves, raping the mm-hmm. women, and trading slaves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Infamous for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it, 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 it boggles my mind. See, see, the problem is, and I think we all will agree, since we don't stand for nothing, we fall for everything. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? That's why we Absolutely. fall for the 4th of July, Labor Day, mm-hmm. Memorial Day. You know, mm-hmm. all of these all of these holidays that they manufacture, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's funny how nineteen fourteen, that's when the United States Federal Reserve and the IRS was created. Right? Mm-hmm. To beat you in the head with taxes and everything. Right? Now nineteen fourteen. That's nineteen fourteen. Y'all got independence, allegedly, on stolen land, in 1776. So for 200 years, y'all ain't pay no taxes? Is that why my taxes are so damn high now? Y'all trying to get back? Well, that's get hard. When, when, what happens is what people don't realize and know, the people don't study and research and do their homework. They condition the tradition. That's what I call condition to tradition. You know what I'm saying? They, they've been brainwashed to think that what they don't know is the U.S. still owes England. It still owns Europe. It still owes them. So when they talk about debt and they speak of debt, because one of the questions I always ask myself when I got out of school and I started working and I started watching news and stuff, I, st- I asked myself the question, how the hell can you be in debt when you print the money? I just never. It ain't worth nothing. Well, not only is it not worth nothing, but you're not in debt to yourself. You're in debt to someone else. You can only be in debt when you owe someone else. So when they speak about, see, there's seven banks that run the world. There are seven banks that run the world. So when we think that America is just the most thriving country out of a lot of countries, However, this land here is really not worth as much as people think it is. It's really not. So when they speak of being in debt, they're owing Europe a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. They're owing China a bunch of money. So they're owing a lot of these countries that either did stuff for them or that they owe Europe just for the whole that we already spoke about, the British being set free from the British. Okay, we're going to free you, but we're going to still, you still owe us. Yeah, you won the war. You you, you won the, uh, well, put it this way, you won the fight, but you ain't won the war. You beat the battle, but you're still going to pay it. So mm-hmm. that's what we don't know. We're not taught this stuff. So when we in church, <laughs> from <laughs> 
Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. And I say this. I say this as being raised as a Christian. And my mother, who's still a Christian, I take her to church and pick her up faithfully every Sunday. I even go sit in there with her some Sundays. You know what I mean? Because of my mother. And I will say this. Regardless of everything I've learned in life to this point, church did give me a foundation. It did. Mm-hmm. It did keep me out those streets and and keep and, and build let me build a relationship with the creator who I affectionately uh uh acknowledge him as. I don't give I won't disrespect the creator and give it a gender or give it a name. Because in all honesty, I don't know. I just know there's a higher power, a greater being that did all of this that was before me. I know it was no man that made rain come down out the sky, water the grass, and the grass grow. Ain't no man do that. Can't no man do that. The man can go get a bucket and pour some water on the grass to make it grow, but that's as far as he can go. So, I do credit the church for that foundation. However, when we're sitting in there and we're singing these slave songs, the Amazing Grace is a lot of black folk favorite songs. But you know what I love to hear my grandmother sing? And I don't know if y'all know what this song is, but my grandmother used to sing the hell out of Still Away. I love Mm -hmm. to hear my grandmother sing Still Away. Mm-hmm. Because when she sings that song, and I listen to her sing that song, it's something within me that starts to envision slaves in a field singing while working. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And for people to disrespect our ancestors and celebrate the 4th of July, that's a slap in the face because. I, I don't say this in a racist manner because I know some good white folk. I'm going to call them good white folk, like they call this. Good <laughs> I'm going to call them folk white here, right? I know some. Who they had some Black Lives Matter uh, marches more than we are. Man, right. and, 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 and here's the thing. But here's the thing. Some white folk don't want you celebrating 4th of July. They really looking at you like, this ain't for y'all, and they're right. I ain't mad at it. Because if you choose to stay a good little nigga, you know, Malcolm X said it best. That's why I love Malcolm. That's why he is one of my 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 leaders that I look to, and the reason why when I gained knowledge itself, it was it was watching and listening and studying him. He said it best, man. He said, Master, what's wrong? We sit. The hell you know uh-huh. we sit. We sit. Yeah. We sit. Uh-huh. So when I listen to Malcolm, I don't overstand how an individual now you gotta remember when I say overstand, I'm saying keep everything below your feet. Because when you understand everything is going over your head. And that's the uh-huh. problem. Niggas is too busy understanding when they need to start overstanding. Mm. So they keep everything Deep. under their feet. Deep. And when they start, if they, I don't know how you can listen to Brother Malcolm 
and not hear and feel what that man is saying. The problem is, though, sir, how many of us are listening to Brother Malcolm? Yeah, the ones of us that are woke and the ones of us that whose parents taught us about Malcolm X, and some of the new age children, and some of these new millennials, as they call it, uh, uh, some deep down prolific questions about Malcolm X and see if they can contribute to the conversation. Because I'm not too sure that a lot of them can. So they can. The folks, because they, yeah, they a lot of them down with Martin Luther King. Right, and you That's know what the thing is that they wanted you to know about Martin Luther King, so they piped into the books what they wanted you to know, and they pretty much whitewashed our history books and told you the little bit about black history that they wanted you to know or felt like was important enough for you to know. But what I had to learn was as through my own family who taught me, you know, about black history. Um, you know, a lot of it was miseducated. You know, miseducation through the school system. They wasn't teaching us anything. Absolutely. They taught us what they wanted to teach us. They taught us what they wanted to teach us. Absolutely. And when you mentioned the um and when you mentioned the gospel song, I just wanted to go back to the amazing grace thing. So a lot of our hymnals in church, you know, because you mentioned church, a lot of those hymnals were secret messages that the slaves had to disguise as songs. Right. And remember in the field, so they wasn't allowed right. to talk because they always thought that right. they were going to try to plan the escape, right? So a lot mm-hmm. of the hymnals that we sing or started as so-called gospel music, they were messages that we communicated with each other while we were working in the field on where to meet, on right. on how to plan the escape, you know, waiting in the water. You know, all of that was yep. secret messages because we weren't allowed to talk. So we have the... Okay, so we have two types of church songs. We have the songs that the white folks taught us, but taught our ancestors like Amazing Grace. And then we have our showing of gospel music, which was communication, started through communication between the slaves. So we had two different types of music there. I just wanted to, I just wanted to speak on that because I heard what you were saying as far as the gospel music. So some of it is ours and some of it is theirs. Absolutely. And Amazing Grace is actually, if you think about the lyrics, uh, like the young man said, we think about the lyrics and who wrote the lyrics. That song wasn't for us. Mm-hmm. Swing low, like swing me. chariot. All right. Yeah, that See, wasn't, and that because wasn't you said us. that, because you said that, I, I, I looked it up because this is what we do on On Point. We don't want to miseducate nobody. That song, Still Away to Jesus, is actually what it's called. Still Away to Jesus. And my, my grandmother sang the mess out of that. I have her on video at over 90 years old in the backseat of my car singing it. And, I mean, that's how much I love that woman and I honor that woman and I love to hear that woman sing that song. But songs like Still Away, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Wade in the Water, Gospel mm-hmm. Train, those were all songs that were hidden mm-hmm. codes by slaves. Right. You know what right. I mean? And, and because right. you said that, that's absolutely why I looked it up because I wanted to make sure – that Steal Away song wasn't no version of no white song that, you know, my, my grandmother was ignorantly singing. You know, I had conversations with my grandmother about slavery. Though she was born 1919, you know, um, she wasn't per se in the slave era, but she was during that time when they still had to work and pick cotton and things like that. Oh, you know she was in the sharecropping era. She was exactly. in the segregation era. She's seen a lot of things. 
Exactly. I will tell you that she might not have been a slave. She might not have had true ownership. But listen, your grandmother born in 1919 has seen way more than anybody can speak of. I mean, she can tell some stories that will probably have us all in tears. So, yeah, she told me many. And, and you know, God, right. you know, creator, reflect her soul. She, I, I, I had those conversations with her. I actually spoke with her about that type stuff. You know what I mean? Right. When she got in her later years, because that's when I started gaining my knowledge of self and my consciousness. You know what I mean? So she gave me a lot of information about that thing. You know, but um, I want to go back and I want to play a song, Ray Charles, "America the Beautiful," because when I played the song and listened to it, it started out with a version or with some words I never heard before. And then he said, this is how I learned it in school. So now my research and homework is to find out where the hell that first part came from. So I'm going to play it for y'all because maybe y'all know. See, again, I never claim to know everything. I know a lot of things, but I never claim to know everything. And my objective in life is to learn something new every day. If there's a day that goes by that I didn't learn nothing, I feel like I wasn't on point. So I done learned two things today. And I'm about to play, hopefully, y'all don't know this. Sorry. I'm just saying, I want y'all to learn something. <laughs> oh, I know why. I know why you just did it. I know you, why you know, you know the beginning lyrics of that? No. What he did was he put the second verse first. He, okay. That's what he said on one of his interviews. He put okay. the second, he put the second verse first, and when he realized that he messed up, right? That's when he said, "Now that's why I was taught to sing it like this when I was back in school." That's what happened. That's well, allegedly what happened. I want y'all to listen to this, and I want y'all to tell me if y'all ever heard these lyrics. I don't know how clear these lyrics are going to be, but if you don't know the song, or if you can't hear the lyrics, go and research it for yourself as well. Because one thing that I always say, don't take my word for it, go and research it for yourself. I can only give you the information. It's up to you to go and confirm it. So let's listen to Ray Charles' America the Beautiful, and let's see what these, these this first line is about. <laughs> Oh, 
like Ray Charles, and I don't think nobody sang the Star Spangled Banner like Whitney Houston. Now, they, they might have will. been excellent, <laughs> right, excellent jobs, but you cannot, you can never get better than those two voices with those two songs. They were this is the rendition of those two songs. You can't, and those two artists who did it. But, nope, you're not going to rival that. And now I want to ask you while we while we have you on the line, and we thank you for being patient with us and, and being on the line with us. We want to ask you, what did you do for the four? Um, I was home with my family. I actually worked for the state of North Carolina Department of Insurance, so of course we were closed. I was off today, and I just relaxed with my husband. Um, I didn't do anything. I didn't go see any fireworks. I left this house one time, and it was to go to Lowe's to get a piece for my dryer, <laughs> like literally. Nice. I didn't do any celebratory events. Um, and what I ate, it was because I had to cook dinner anyway. You know what I mean? Um, right. I just relaxed and watched movies and caught up on chores and just chilled at home. Literally. She said chores. She's she from the old school. She said chores. 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 She Oh, do you? Listen, my daughter is 17, and she knew that before she walked up out of here, because she wanted to hang with her little friends today, and before she walked up out of here, your chores, I'm going to say chores, but, you know, your housework, your chores better be done, because I don't care how old you are. If you live in here, you have some, you know, responsibilities, I would say. Right. Right. And I have my own responsibilities, so. (laughs) I want to share something with y'all, because... We, we we talked about it earlier, right? Colin Kaepernick, right? Now, if you was on IG or Facebook or whatever, if you say, just say if you follow Le, uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, or any of those people, I guarantee you they were probably talking about a cookout, right? A coon out. I mean, I'm sorry, cookout, right? <laughs> Hey, I, I just call it the way it was. The way I it was, could, you know could, what I mean? Or they was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, or they was having, a, you know, a picnic, you know, <clears throat> you know, or that, or they was having that barbecue. How they used to do the slaves, you know, put them over the open fire. But guess how Colin Kaepernick celebrated the Fourth of July? Um, he took I'm eager to know. I'm eager to know. He took a Colin Kaepernick celebrated his quest for true independence on a trip to Ghana. I think I wow. saw that. Wow. How about that? He ain't here, partner. Wow. He went to Ghana to learn. which is what most scholars had to do back in those days. In order for you to be taken seriously as a scholar, you had to go to Africa or what we know now is Alkabula. In case people out there in Radio Land did not know, Africa is named after Africanus, which is a white man. The original name of Africa was Alkabula. And, um, you know, if you were considered a scholar, even Napoleon, all of them kept, they went over to, Alcabula and study. 
and they came. Oh, that's where Europe. That's where Europe. Europe went over there and stole everything. They had to come to us so we could teach them. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And our, and our Moors went over there and showed them. Our Moors said, "Yo, you don't let your chickens and animals run across your house and your table where you eat." And they mm-hmm. taught them civilization. They taught them how to live. But you won't get that, and you won't hear that because it'll make them sound. You won't hear America. You won't hear that black folk and slaves built this country like all of those banisters and handrails that you see with the designs. If you look at African symbolism, they all have that African symbolism. Those are signs and symbols that Africans or Akabulians left within their craft so that you can trace back to them. There are oh, they built the white Wait, wait. Are you speaking of hieroglyphics? No, I'm, I'm not even speaking of hieroglyphics. I'm speaking of you. All right, let's 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 depict the banister, the black rail, and it has right. the two backward S's. Right. That is an African symbol. So when oh, they were making the these arms. things, they were like mm-hmm. like they did slave songs to send code. Well, they also mm-hmm. would put their messages in their artistry. You see what I'm saying? So I, I, and again, people out there in Radio Land, don't listen to me. Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. All Point Self Unknown, whatever you know me as, don't listen to me. Take what I'm saying. Go and research for yourself. You can look it up on Google, and we already know you can't believe everything the Internet says. That's why after you look it up on Google, go to a library. Find it in some books. Find it in some pictures. The swastika sign was actually a sign that was worn on our queen's head rack. In Egypt. That was stolen. Mm-hmm. Now, so I, I need to stop we, you. We, hold on, hold on. Oh, brother. brother, brother, brother. Give, me, give, me, give me a second. When we right. sit here and we start discussing culture and history, know that history is different from his story. It's a big difference there. In order to get history, you can't look to his story. You got to go and find your story, nigga. Go ahead, brother. Now, you're going way too far, Mr. On Point. <laughs> you're going to have to dumb it down. Oh, you know, bro. Oh, you I know you're going you. too far. Nice. You got to dumb it down. You're telling people that we was kings and queens and that we shouldn't be out here cooning and buffooning, we need you to dumb it down. I don't think they're ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I know that shit. That, see, boy, that song is so powerful right now. Shout out to Lupe Fiasco, Dumb It Down. You know, you're going way too far. You're teaching them too much. I got that you're giving you them. Before this night is out, bro. I got it there. You know what I'm saying? Lined it you, up. You for you, you tonight. No, you're doing you're doing too much. You you giving them too. We giving them too much information. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what we do here at On Point. We ain't gonna dumb it down. That we ain't gonna eat. stop. We ain't gonna stop. You can't stop us. You can't because see, what we're trying to do is all we're trying to do is empower the people. Right? We're trying to teach you to stand up for something. So you don't fall for this nonsense. They got an agenda, and they succeeding because you walking around like a horse that's drawing a carriage. You got blinders on. Whew. 
Get out of the matrix. Preach. Get out of the matrix. Stop. See, they put things in front of you. That's the best way to cover up a lie. They put it in front of you, and they put it in certain books because they know you ain't going to read. You said go to a library. You know what they're doing? They're shutting down all the libraries. Mm-hmm. Because, see, the what they were stupid enough what they were stupid enough to do was they wrote what they was doing and they put it in a book. So for mm-hmm. us to go there and read it and learn it to awaken ourselves from the nonsense that they was doing, they started shutting down the libraries. And then they put out disinformation. You know, you can research Google online. You can go. It's a couple of sites you can go to. But understand they are trying to keep you dumb, deaf, and blind. But on, here on, on point, we're trying to awaken you, right? Be careful of the water that you drink because it got fluoride in it, a lot of it, and a lot of other things in it. They did, did chemical tests on the water in every city. You got all these millionaires, all you got all these, you know, people of color that are doing so much and got so much money, and they they on the Forbes list, right? Flint, Michigan water still been messed up since 2013. Four years later, still not clean. And you mean to tell me with all these superstars and megastars, they got all this money, y'all can't help that out? Right, and but black lives, but black lives matter, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, when when somebody non black do something, that's the only time yeah. to see. You know what I mean? NAACP, you only gonna see them when there's money involved. Other than oh, that, I got I got something else for you. I got something I got something else for you, and I mean this. How is it that you have the audacity? to put the colors of the flag on today and walk around strutting like a freaking peacock. Or as DJ Chill would say, a French pig. I still don't know what the hell that is, but (laughs) (laughs) shout out to DJ Chill and his French pig comments, right? But you walk around strutting around like a French pig, red, white, and blue, red, white, and blue. But when them red... White and blue lights start flashing behind you when you're driving. You scared like a mother. Yeah, exactly. So make up your mind. How you scared to death when the police get behind you, but now you want to walk around and strut those same colors? Stop it. Stop it. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know what they're doing. See, I tell you, we don't stand for nothing. That's why we fall for everything. You sitting up here promoting the same things that's plaguing our communities. The police is killing us. And you won't walk around strutting around with red, white, and blue. But when them lights is flashing behind you, you're scared to death. Well, you, 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 if you were on earlier, you heard what I pretty much said um, when, when I came on at the top of the show, you know, and I, I was talking about the flag. You know, that, that flag has three colors in it, red, white, and blue, 
And anybody with any speck of intelligence can put one and one together and get two. Those same colors is what runs this country, both negative and positive. First of all, you got Republican is red, Democrat says blue. Mm -hmm. What's in the middle? White. White. You have (laughs) blood as red, you have crit as blue. What's in the middle? White. If y'all niggas don't wake up and get it together and wake the hell up and get out to sleep, I know sleep is good sometimes, but you can sleep your damn life away too. Wake up and pay attention. The stars is right there in plain sight. Your eyes is wide shut. I don't get it. And you know what? I just wanna I just wanna interject. Um I heard a coworker say the other day we were talking about police brutality and you know, sometimes white people try to chime in and you know, and say I'm so ever so intelligent and she said something that sparked a very good conversation. And what she said was, um, you know, our system is broken. We need to fix the system and I just politely disagree because this system, this police system, our court system, it's working like a finely tuned, well-oiled machine. It's working as intended. It's working to Mm -hmm. keep us down. It's working to keep us oppressed. It is not for us. It was never intended to help us, never intended to help us. If you think about it, even the release of our slave ancestors was based around winning a war. It was a strategic plan to free the slaves because Abraham Lincoln knew the South would fall if he freed the slaves, right, because the South depended heavily upon slave labor. So he didn't free the slaves because he loved he them so much and he thought slavery was so wrong. He wanted to win a war. So he said, you free these slaves, the South don't have anything to go by. So that's what they did. And so anyway, so back to the point that she brought up, I said, well, no, the system is not broken. It's working. It's working as intended. It was never, it was never meant to help us. It was never, ever, ever meant to help us. I just wanted to throw that out there because it was, it sparked about an hour long conversation and she finally got where we were coming from. It was a few of us who believed that. And I just want black people to stop saying fix the system. No, it's working change the system. Right. And and first of all, black folk got to realize the system wasn't designed, like you just said, designed for It was never designed for us. So why would they want to fix it? Why would they want to change it? It's doing what they they need it to do. You know what I mean? And, And it's funny you brought up, you know, Abraham Lincoln because it was two things that I learned about him. First of all, they had a servant who his wife was really close with, and it was a female servant, and she was the reason that she really got in his ear and told him he really needed to, you know, free, you know, these slaves or whatever because mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln did have slaves. But he mm-hmm. only freed them because he wanted, like you said, to win that war. He wanted the mm-hmm. North and the South to become united and become one, and they couldn't mm-hmm. do it because the North was, quote, unquote, that's where, I will be honest, that's where a lot of the abolitionists were in the North, but it still was slavery in the North, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And down south, there were a few abolitionists that helped with the Underground Railroad and whatnot. Mm-hmm. However, that was what the war was about. It really wasn't about 
slavery. It was about economy. You see what I'm saying? The South was saying, we are slaves. We won't make that money that we are accustomed to making. Who was going to pick the cotton? Who was going to pick the cotton? Who was going to work the tools? So now you got to pay them. And and meanwhile, up north, they were starting the the industrial boom. So they were building plants, you know, uh, uh, factories. You see what I'm saying? So it was was, while, while we call it old school, new school. While the South wanted to keep it old school, the North was trying to bring up something new school, and just like now, you can't you you had that beef between the old school rappers and the new school rappers because you if you new school you rocking with the new if you old school you rocking with the old. Well, that's the same thing it was with with slavery and the black people just like now just caught in the middle, pawns of the game. We went from kings and queens to pawns, and then they allowed kings us to go from pawns. And we went from we went from well I'm speaking in a manner of chess right now. You know how to play chess? I am you not in chess. No, I am not. Oh, uh, you have I to learn not. how to play chess. You have to. That I is the most not. strategic. And now I know some of the basics. The I know some of the basics, but I can't say that I'm competition worthy or anything like that. I'm keeping it real, but I do know strategic basics. Well, see, yeah. and, and that's what I'm speaking now. I'm speaking strategically. We went from the mm-hmm. kings and the queens to the pawns. And when we became the point, which is your slaves, right? Mm-hmm. They allowed us to learn their religion. I mean, no, they allowed us they, because remember they wouldn't put a gun in our hand. So then they put a right. gun in our hand and they allowed us to be knights. And after we became knights, they taught us that religion and said, "Okay, now you can graduate to a bishop." So when the hell are we gonna go back to being kings and queens? See? I'm gonna leave y'all with that while I take y'all in the Tupac. Because a lot of y'all people give Tupac a lot of flack. But before Michael Jackson said they don't care about us, Michael Jackson, I mean, Tupac said they don't give a fuck about us. So I want y'all to listen to his lyrics because a lot of y'all people think Biggie was better than Pop, think Pop was just a gangster. So he was a born through Panther bloodhood. He was educated, extremely knowledgeable. He spoke out. He was an activist in his own right. Yeah, he talked about the negative things because that's, again, I say it to you when I speak profanity, sometimes it's, it's my passion of just speaking, but other times it's speaking to those who who, who, who can relate to that type of language because not everybody can listen to uh, a full uh, uh, intellectual conversation with no cursing. It, it'll bore them and put them to sleep. Some people need that <laughs> and it'll wake them up. So, Listen to Tupac as he tell you. See, Michael Jackson said they don't care about us. That's why they didn't listen. But when Pac said they don't give a fuck about us, people listen. Thank you. 
a lesson that you experience in life every day is an education. But see, we're too busy being blinded. We're too busy living that traditional lifestyle. And when we live that traditional lifestyle, we get fucked because mentally, because now you're systematically saying the Star Spangled Banner in your head and putting your hand over your heart and you're repeating them words and you're, 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 you're praising and saluting your, 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 your military. No, nigga, not me. That's what they signed up to do. I signed up for it. Luckily, I got shot. Blessedly, the creator knew I wasn't going to be good for that because I would have probably did something to my own person in there, but that's none left. But, you know, that, that think about it. And listen, and listen they also, and they also pumping the poison through the television. They pumping the poison through the radio. Listen, oh, man, we talk about you, all the time. When you have our children and all they see is, and, you know, shout out to everybody who making their dollar. I get it. But you got our black figures on TV. So we got our young people watching our black people cooning and buffooning on these reality TV shows. Some of our young people think this shit is real. It's not real. They put on the act for television. They put on the act for a contract. Then you had these songs, and listen, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and have a debate on which rapper is the best or what era of rap was the best, but I can't even understand what half these boys are saying on these songs today. So I, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, well, what is the message? You know, I'm not even sure what the message is. I can't understand it. So, you know, they're pumping this foolishness through our radio waves, through our television, and, I mean, this is what the kids are picking up, and they think it's cute. And they think it's funny. And we watching our women pulling weeds out and fighting over men and doing all kind of foolishness on TV, and this is what we think is cool. And that's what the kids but, think is cute. But we're hang up on, on point when Mr. On Point curse. <laughs> we're hang up on, on point or get off of the chat line on point when we speak about racism or we speak about police brutality or we speak about the niggerism in which our black people choose to engage but yet you will watch it and give ratings to these television shows on the daily. Oh, sister, we, we speak on that on the daily. You are absolutely positively correct. But see, that's why I, I tell people all the time, it's two movies I want people to watch. One is Pootie Tang. Because when you talk about music that ain't saying nothing, that was the whole message of Pootie Tang. People look at that as buffoonery, but they didn't pay attention to the message. When people were dancing, mm-hmm. what did you hear? You heard nothing. That's the same damn thing you listening to on the radio now every day. Nothing. That was the whole point. If you sang the nothing, then that belt went across your butt in the movie. That was the point of that. People missed the message of what Chris Rock was giving. Then the other movie is Josie and the Pussycats. If people never saw that, show that. That ain't just about a girl. Now, I remember growing up and it was a cartoon, but... They made a real live movie, and you'll see the Target uh, uh, logos in it. You'll see the McDonald's logos in it. You'll hear pink is the new blue, and now you're walking around wearing shirts that say pink is the new blue with a blue shirt on. (laughs) And you're trying to figure out why is that. See, I tell people, man, all the time, if you want to know what this society and world and agenda is, pay attention. Watch the YouTube, uh, not the YouTube, the uh, Idiot Box. Watch it. Don't watch it to be entertained. 
Watch it to be informed. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. Don't watch it to be entertained. Watch it to stay in the know. Because everything that they're getting ready to do, they're going to put it there right in plain sight. Like, at, like as Mr. I can't believe he said that, said, right in plain sight so you can't say that nobody told you and nobody showed you. Mm-hmm. So you a nigga because you choose to be a nigga. And when I use that word nigga, I use it meaning ignorant, lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. except you choose to be ignorant. You choose to have a lack of knowledge. So you stay a nigga, but I won't. Uh, I believe we got DJ Chill back somehow, somewhere. Um, so let's see if Egg DJ Chill's on the line. All right, there he is. Yeah, That's yeah, DJ yeah, Chill. Yeah. Happy We're going to take it. Happy Seiko July, people. Happy Seiko July on the fourth day, that is. <laughs> Yo, I heard. Oh, yeah. Let me rip the Hey, thank God it didn't. Thank God it didn't um, cut y'all off. I dropped my phone so many times today that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need you to stay yeah. focused, bro. Talk oh, about, yeah, I talk can't help it, man. These damn fireworks keep coming up. And sometimes they, you know, you know, you ever get a firework, like, and I seen some people duck. They, these kids shoot fireworks, and people be ducking. They be like, ow! I'm like, yo, that's a, you gotta pull your video camera out, because sometimes old people don't know how to duck. So they just go whistling right through their face. And I'm like, yo, why do these kids do that? And it's like, they think it's funny. And I'd be like, yo, somebody really going to get hurt. But sometimes fireworks make people jump. And you like to see people jump, especially if they ain't ready. It makes you laugh because they be, you know, you see the real scared straight come out. <laughs> but this 4th of July, they had Mary J. Blige down here in Philly. Everybody, you know. Tripping, but I noticed that they did it for a reason. They had Mary J. Blige because it made all the women, when they go home, be mad at the men. Everybody, yeah, Mary J. Blige's husband cheated, and and I know you out here cheating. And I was like, you know what? And I spent time with my kids going through hell, <laughs> going through hell <laughs> with my kids, hearing a whole bunch of lady drama, 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 drama. I'm like, yo, what in the world? So, I don't know what's going to happen next year for the 4th of July, or the fake of July. <laughs> and I heard my homie, Mr. Albini, say that talk about French. <laughs> that boy said French bags. Oh, he remembered that one. You know how hard that sounded when it came out? Your, you know how hard that sounds. You call somebody a French pig. They started looking at you funny like you called them a roach. That's some hard stuff, man. Especially if you deliver it right, you delivered it right. That's what I'm talking about. You on point. Yo, people, how y'all doing? I hope y'all celebrating got something to eat. Because y'all might not be able to eat no more after today. Oh, no, I mean, not after today. But after next year. Because if you think the food going to be right, you better start thinking. And if you think our lifestyle going to be right by next year, you better start thinking. And if you think we're going to be free again, Oh, hell no. You better start thinking. <laughs> yeah, this is a setup. This is called the Okie Dope. And guess who the Okie Dope? <laughs> you dope? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't say that. It was not me. You know what? I'm acting like, I'm sound like Mr. Omnibus said that. Because y'all like, no, you didn't say that, did he? Well, sometimes you got to say it. Dummy. Because if y'all fall in line, 
Guess who's a dummy? Well, we lost our, um, our North Carolina uh, panelist. Uh, I wish she would have uh, stayed on uh, so she could have gave them information how she could be found. But um, I, I appreciate all our listeners and, and chat people that came on and, and, you know, gave us their time tonight. I hope you learned something with the Star Spangled Banner. I hope you learned something, not the Star Spangled Banner, I mean, uh, with the Lift Every Voice and Sing. I hope you learned something with all the information that we gave you. And I really hope you think about next 4th of July and not, you know, participating in it. You know, let's find something productive to do. Hopefully, if it's the creators will, next year On Point will be hosting some type of event during the 4th of July that will um, that will be anti-4th of July. And it will be announced to you know, people who are followers and supporters of On Point, and it will be, you know, uh, the information that we provided to our people, for those that want to attend and come through. But it will not be the waving of no flags. It will not be the shooting of no spot firecrackers, fireworks, or guns. It will not be any of that. It will be a celebration of our people uniting in some form. So I'm on that now. So that being said, I'm going to take all our people out. Please listen. Dumb it down. Lupe Fiasco, this goes out for you, mister. I can't believe you said that. You noticed my track. Peace and power, people.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.